Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Ellingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found that ocean animals vacate areas both around and outside deep-sea mining operations. In worlds beneath waves, sea mounts rise from ocean floors. Cobalt shadows casting spectral laws for seekers, a trove for tech, a ticking threat, as undercurrents swirl in the miasma of misuse. Clouds of dust stretch willingly, spreading plumes of sediments to smother, soothe and suffocate the sea's dismantled bed. Rooted corals lie unfazed as hunters and scavengers flee in racing ripples far from the debris of this mined and mired mound. Life recoils from edges sharpened by mechanical echoes that now scar the seascape with the discord of our endless search. This poem is inspired by recent research published in the journal Current Biology, which has found that deep-sea mining activities can have broader and more significant impacts on marine life than previously assumed. The deep sea is facing new challenges, with many countries now exploring the possibility of mining its mineral-rich deposits. These underwater mountains or seamounts are known to be rich in cobalt, a crucial resource for technologies like batteries, but mining these areas could pose significant threats to deep-sea ecosystems. However, understanding and quantifying these risks has proven to be quite challenging, largely due to a lack of experimental data on the impact of mining activities in these delicate habitats, especially concerning the dispersal of sediment plumes. These clouds of dust stirred up during mining can spread over large areas and could potentially smother and harm the rich biodiversity living on the sea floor. In July 2020, Japan carried out the first ever real-world test of deep-sea mining in an area called the Takao Daigo Seamont, giving researchers a unique opportunity to study its effects. Scientists looked at the impact on creatures greater than one centimetre in size living on the sea floor by taking photos before and after the mining test, both within the area directly affected and in surrounding areas. The effects of the underwater mining varied among different groups of sea creatures, Sessile animals, those that stay rooted in one place like corals or anemones, had similar numbers in areas both directly affected by mining and nearby unaffected areas. However, mobile epifauna, i.e. animals that move along the seafloor like crabs or starfish, were found in fewer numbers in the areas directly disturbed by mining. Surprisingly, even creatures that swim freely, such as fish, were found in lower numbers not only in the mined areas, but also in the surrounding areas after the mining test. This suggests that these disturbances have a broader impact than just when the mining occurs. This highlights the importance of monitoring a wide range of creatures to get a full picture of the impacts of deep sea mining. The results also suggest that swimming sea creatures, especially those that hunt or feed off what's left behind by others, might be more sensitive to the impacts of underwater mining than was previously thought. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. 
In worlds beneath waves, sea mounts rise from ocean floors, cobalt shadows casting spectral lures for seekers, a trophy tech, a ticking threat, as undercurrents swirl in the miasma of misuse. Clouds of dust stretch willingly, spreading plumes of sediment to smother, soothe and suffocate the sea's dismantled bed. Rooted corals lie unfazed as hunters and scavengers flee in racing ripples far from the debris of this mined and mired mound. Life recoils from edges sharpened by mechanical echoes that now scar the seascape with the discord of our endless search. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Seafloor by Edward Weissmiller. Edward Weissmiller was an accomplished American poet, teacher and translator. Born in 1915, he gained recognition as the youngest recipient of the prestigious Yale series of Younger Poets Prize in 1936 for his book, The Deer Come Down. Weissmiller completed his undergraduate studies at Cornell College, then went on to secure a master's degree from Harvard University and a doctorate from Oxford University. During World War II, he worked in counter-espionage, and when the war ended, he decided not to join the nascent CIA. Instead, he chose a career in academia, teaching poetry and creative writing at Pomerner College. A respected educator, he taught at several institutions, imparting his love for literature to generations of students. He passed away in 2000. Seafloor by Edward Weissmiller The eyes see, turning inward yet once more, the mind like a seafloor, to the first slope clings love and overhead, waves that seem monstrous roar and crash and run, and to the stunned depths are sped. In journeying gloom beside, postured or slow, twisting stands all we know, light filters through the weeds, green and opaque, what figures come and go, are blotted over depths light may not undertake. There puddled in darkness, grow thick forms in close and stretching swarms, the things we love and dare not know we love, they are not touched by storms, they change little, no light comes in above. And down through all a blind unseating swell Rolls like a silent bell Black heavy cold at least nothing is there Save deep in that deep well The crushed and objectless surging of despair Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. <laughs>